We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Tommy, here we go. KU Duke, number six versus number seven. Kansas's big test of the year, no Bill Self. Both teams' big test of the year. They've had a couple of cupcakes leading into this game. And we've talked about Grady Dick, the Wichita native, Sunrise Christian. His teammate there, Mark Mitchell, has been Duke's best player this year. So the two best players on the floor tonight, arguably, Jalen Wilson has something to say about that. Uh, but two of the best freshmen, let's say, in the country so far, both played together as recently as last year right here in Bel Air at Sunrise Christian. That is awesome when we look at this game. As much fun as this is going to be just in general for college basketball, how incredible is that that we see this game tonight on national television that everyone's watching and two of the three or four best players on the floor played high school basketball last year together right in our backyard here? Yeah, tip of the cap to Luke Barnwell and Sunrise Christian and just what – uh, that the incredible program that he's developed and getting these guys to the next level and and being high impact players um, for the top teams in America and that's what we've seen from Grady Dick and Mark Mitchell uh, is is doing his thing at Duke also. What I think is so funny leading up to this game is that it's Kansas and it's Duke in the Champions Classic and it's Norm Roberts and John Shire coaching the teams. Like, it's just, it's interesting to me that that's the way that it's all going to play out tonight. Uh, But no, I love the fact that the Champions Classic has now been moved back to the second week of the season because when it's been the opening game, you literally have no idea, and you're going out of the gates just immediately um, with high-level basketball. So I like having a couple of warm-up games to kind of figure out the rotations, figure out the strengths, the weaknesses, all of that. So I feel like we have a little bit of a better idea where Kansas stands right now because of the fact that they played Omaha and they played North Dakota State. And we can evaluate that a little bit. Uh, and that's going to make it, I think, a little bit easier for us to be able to, to digest what Kansas has to do to get the win tonight against Duke. Yeah, I think Kansas is a little ahead offensively. I think there's a chance Duke might be a little head defensively. I haven't seen Duke play. Um, I know that they only allowed 44 and 38 points in their two games. Now, they have played an even easier schedule than Kansas so far. So, you know, take from that what you want. But in Division One college basketball, when you allow 44 and 38 points, I don't care who it's against, that's pretty impressive, right? That's That's not anything to shake your head at Kansas in the meantime against better opponents certainly has scored 89 and 82 points. So this is interesting. And, and, you know, I, I don't know how you evaluate this game right now, other than sit back, watch it. And then we can really begin to evaluate these two teams after this game. It's neutral floor. Um, I do think there'll be a little offense. I'm curious to see if Duke's defense is that good. I find that hard to believe when you're going to lean on as many young players as they typically do, that they can be that ready, you know, defensively right out of the gates. But 
I, I don't want to discount what they've been able to do on that side of the ball because it is impressive. Uh, it, it, it is impressive. Phil, Filipowski <laughs> is also a freshman. He's been one of their key guys so far. And then they've got some upperclassmen mixed in there, but they're young enough, Tommy, that I don't know if that defense is for real. If it is, watch out. But we just haven't seen them tested, and they're going to get tested today. Well, the best thing that Kansas could have done was play a team like North Dakota State when they did. Because, of course, we all had questions about what is it going to look like defending the bigs and, and that, that play from the post position. And Duke has big men, too. Filipowski, Ryan Young, Derek Lively. They, they're, they're the big guys for Duke, and they've got more all-around skill than North Dakota State does, but the fact that Kansas had the opportunity to play a couple of big men in North Dakota State to get kind of a warm-up round before they play Duke I think is going to be super helpful for Kansas in that game tonight. The biggest thing is going to be can the Jayhawks utilize their speed on both ends of the court? We've seen it through two games so far, just how fast this team plays. And if they're able to get out in transition, you know, Duke is going to want to finish in the post. But if if Kansas can uh, frustrate Duke a little bit down in the post and create turnovers and then play in transition, I think the speed overall for the Jayhawks will will lend itself to them having success tonight. I do, too. Um, I, I think that I, I think that I really like Kansas in this game. And I got to be careful there because there is going to be a bias there in that I've seen them play and I have not seen Duke play. But I think I like Kansas in this game. And the reason I think I like Kansas in this game so much, it's not the super freshmen that we've talked about that we love and that we'll follow because they played at Sunrise. It's because of what else Kansas have. And I think that's their early season advantage for sure. Jalen Wilson's going to be, you know, very much in the mix to be an All-American. Dewan Harris has looked awesome so far we know the experience they have in McCuller and this feels like a game to me Tommy that he could really step up and be a factor they also have you know Dick and Rice in the in the super freshman but they've got some experience and if push comes to shove and this game gets a little dicey I think you can lean on guys like Yesifu right and and KJ Adams and the experience he gained through the tournament last year I just think Kansas is a little ahead of Duke on November 15th, where they end up at the end of the year, I don't know, and, and, and that doesn't matter for today. Just speaking about today, though, I think Kansas will be a little bit ahead. I, I Again, I think that I really like Kansas in this game. It's been an interesting line, Tommy. So it opened with Duke as a favorite. Yesterday, we were talking in the office, KU became the favorite. I actually took one of those. I was like, well, I better get them in case that swings. Now today, though, it swung all the way back to Duke at two points in some places. Uh, BetMGM had it at a point and a half this morning. So I don't know what the national perception is. I just know everybody, th this is it. Like, this is going to be so much fun, and I hope that it's not one of those where we get sort of a dud because it's early season college basketball. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I, I think we're going to get a really good game. Yeah, it seems like this is as close to a toss-up as you could possibly get. Um, and, and I've seen it in different places on different books. Um, you know, in fact, like I, I looked at it, I think yesterday and at the exact same time, one book had Kansas as the favorite. Another book had Duke as the favorite, like at the exact same time. So uh, I think that there's, you know, just that that coin flip. Right. Um, but ultimately, you mentioned Dewan Harris. I think that, yeah, we know the talent of Grady Dick. We know the talent of Jalen Wilson. 
But the marquee matchup, in my opinion, is going to be Dewan Harris taking on Jeremy Roach. Um, Jeremy Roach kind of is that same guy that Dewan Harris is, but for Duke, he's kind of the the floor general. He's the leader uh, of this team. And if Dewan Harris can play lockdown defense on Jeremy Roach, um, I think that's going to bode well for for Kansas. Um, in the first two games of this season, Jeremy Roach combined for 26 points and 12 assists. He shot 50% from the floor and 46% from three. And Duke, in the last three seasons, they're 6-0 and when Jeremy Roach makes three or more three-pointers in a game. So that's going to be key uh, for Dewan Harris to lock down on Jeremy Roach in that game. So, yeah, of course, we, we want to see Grady Dick score. We want to see Jalen Wilson you know, try to take a game over. But if you watch the point guard matchup tonight, uh, that's going to be a, an ultimate key for Kansas to get the win. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that you bring him up because the one thing we haven't seen as Dewan Harris has grown a tremendous amount, it would appear in this offseason, is him defensively, right? What kind of defense is he going to be able to provide when he plays a player like that? I would, you know, I would expect growth because it's a Bill Self team, right? So great point. Love that matchup tonight. As for the young guys, at least as it pertains to Grady Dick and Mark Mitchell, they have been on as big of stages as you could possibly be on pre-college in what they were able to do at Sunrise, get onto national television in some of these tournaments. I do think that's a real advantage for both of those guys because I think sometimes super freshmen maybe that haven't taken that route, this might be the first time like, oh, man, everybody's watching. Everybody's been watching these two guys. They're McDonald's All-Americans, right? Everybody's been watching them for a long time. So I don't think the moment's going to be too big for either of them, and I do think they'll both be big factors tonight. And I think MJ Rice now has an opportunity here as another super freshman. Athletically, he showed us against North Dakota State he can hang. Everybody's going to be talking about Dick and Mitchell. MJ Rice maybe with his first real big chance to establish himself. That's a nice opportunity too. I suspect the McCuller makes some plays tonight. I, I think that he has been relatively quiet, but he's here for one reason, and it's to win big games and try to win a national championship. These moments are what drew him away from a tremendous program in Texas Tech. I think this is an opportunity for him, too, to put his early stamp on Kansas. So there are a lot of things in play here. K.J. Adams is going to end up being one of the keys to this game. Really, I mean, Tommy, it's all over the floor defensively for Kansas, right? Can they defend the bigs, and can Dewan Harris defend the point? I don't know. I don't know. I think we'll see scoring in this game. I think we'll see scoring in this game, and I think this is going to give a nice blueprint for Roberts, Self when he comes back, and that staff to learn just what they are and what they really have to lock in on as far as improving before conference play begins. Duke is long, Duke is athletic, but Kansas is fast, and we've watched them play really, really fast uh, the last couple of games, and so they're going to have to use that speed to their advantage. You mentioned Kevin McCuller. Uh, he was only plus 30 in the plus minus uh, after that game against North Dakota State. So Yeah, he's a winning player. The Jayhawks are, are clearly a better team when Kevin McCuller is on the court, uh, making the impact where he does. Um, so they've got to rely on that, too. As far as the young guys, uh, how many times have we seen freshmen, uh, not just on Kansas, but any team, come in, they're highly touted, highly regarded freshmen, and they come in, it, it takes a while for them to acclimate themselves to the college game. Yeah. Uh, they, they wither um, under the bright lights. They, they wither under the pressure. Uh, they've got to get their reps in. They've got to be able to 
figure it out in real time. And typically you see growth and development of freshmen as the year goes on. We've not seen that with Grady Dick. And then that's what makes it so remarkable is the fact that he all he does is step in and just it looks like he's been there for years. Uh, and that's what makes him so special. So I don't anticipate the moment being too big for Grady Dick. And, and ultimately, I don't. I don't think the moment's too big for Mark Mitchell either because, as you said, those two guys have had their fair share of playing in the spotlight. So I think that that's going to be fun to watch when you're on national TV. You're taking on, I mean, it's two Blue Bloods um, in the Champions Classic, which is always the premier matchup to kick off the season. Um, I don't think that moment is too big for either one of them. I don't either. And, and yes, you mentioned Duke is long and athletic. Man, Dick is long and athletic, and MJ Rice is long and athletic, and McCullough is long and athletic, and Jalen Wilson, depending on the position he plays, is long and athletic. I do think there's a misconception with KU when we talk about the lack of a true, like, dominant big, and maybe Uday is that, but maybe he's not. They've got length and athleticism at every position on the floor, though, with that, right? If And that's the thing. It's not, yeah, we'd love to see a true five there, but, and maybe they play a five that's six, seven in KJ Adams that we know is athletic enough to do it if he's tall enough. But they have that length and athleticism all over the floor. Dick, he's going to be impossible to defend if he's playing well because of his length and athleticism and his ability to shoot the outside shot and his explosiveness to the basket. So I do think there is some, and, and I think Jalen Wilson has something to do with it because. I think a lot of people, I think we label Jalen Wilson, not incorrectly, but I think we have a hard time labeling the position he plays. Feels a little bit like Perry Ellis did. Um, You know, like, is he, is he a four? Is he a three? Which one is he? Because he's six foot eight. If he's a three, Tommy, he's, he's got great size, right? If he's a four, maybe he doesn't have enough size. It kind of feels like Perry Ellis did. And I think he's a three, and he's got size as a three, the way he handles the ball. Well, there were times that Perry Ellis played as a five and looked, you know, Because right. they had to have it, though. They had to. They had to. Yeah. Um, so the, the luxury is there where Jalen Wilson doesn't necessarily have to play out of position. I think that the narrative remains the same, though. As we, we've talked about it before the season started, and then even after the first two regular season games, yeah, there's the lack of the the true five. The question becomes, can the Jayhawks win basketball games without getting consistent offense from a true five? So far, the answer has been yes. And I think that they this, can. I think they can, too, because of the, the overall talent. Now, what it's going to rest on, not only the Jayhawks' speed, but they're, they, they have to shoot the ball well. They have to finish at the rim. They have to be able to... Uh, make their threes. They're a good shooting team. My only concern is what happens, and this this game always comes for every team. What happens when there's a lid on the hoop? What happens when the shots are not falling? Where do you go? And can somebody, Grady Dick, Jalen Wilson, Kevin McCuller, can somebody take the game over and make sure that even with the lack of having a big to be able to get high-percentage shots, that they're able to finish at the rim and score in other ways. That's the only question that I have. I think they can do it. It's just a matter of if they will. Yeah, it, look, they they 
Dewan Harris is six foot one. He's not going to bring size to the point guard position, but it's the least important position to have that on the floor. So imagine, I, I don't think we care about being undersized at the one, right? Not 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 a really no. a thing, right? So okay, you might be undersized at five, but you're going to likely have more size at two, three, and four all the time. So it, it is. It, to me, it's only. It, I don't even care. I don't care about the offense at the five at all. That's just what we've seen in recent years because they have had these unicorns in Doak and David McCormick now that we're just used to the offense running that way. This is an offense at two through four, no matter who's out there, that is going to be more athletic. I. I I think then every team that they play, and I, I say that now, not knowing the, you know the intricacies of everybody's roster, but I, I'm going to find it hard to imagine that at the two, three, and four spots, anybody will have more explosive athletes at those positions than Kansas does. So what does that mean? It means that's probably where the offense is coming from this year. It's not going to be a work it down to McCormick, work it down to Doak, build in on those, let them kick it out to an open shooter. It may go outside in, right? Because they have the athletes to do that this year, and I and I think that's great because I think it's going to be it's going to look different, but it could be just as effective, if not more, than what we've seen Kansas offensively in the past few years. I, I don't have any concerns about the the lack of a potential offense from a five. I, I truly don't, except for like I mentioned, when the shots go cold, it's going to happen. So they've got to find other ways when that ha- i'm not suggesting it's going to happen tonight it could it happen, might happen anytime it could happen on a cold january night in morgantown i mean right, it could but don't you so, think that dick and wilson uh and mcculler from what we've seen over him from him like those are creators as much as they're sure. shooters and sure. i think that's how you help it right like if it's if you're not hitting outside shots you got to get to the basket you got to get to the free throw line you got to draw in contact and i think we've seen that through two games so far that those guys are very comfortable in that role as well. Not just shooting, but getting to the basket and creating. That's one of the misconceptions about Grady Dick. He's as an explosive an athlete and a creator as there will be in the country. He's also a really good shooter that he'll lean on probably early in his college career tremendously. I love it. Yeah, I think it's... I don't anticipate that being an issue tonight. Um, I like Kansas. I think it's going to be fun basketball to watch. Two Blue Bloods and... um, Really watching these young guys in Dick and, and Mitchell, man, we're in for a treat. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm excited to get a first look at Duke. I, I, I'm always excited to see what Duke is in a season, and we're going to see it. And go Mark Mitchell, too. Like, I don't want to, I don't want, I hope he has an awesome game and Kansas wins, but I'm going to root for Mark Mitchell all year. He played right here at Bel Air. Uh, that program has been a ton of fun to follow, and I think it's tremendous that, again, we had this last year uh, with, with, Tennessee and and Baylor, two of their key players coming from Sunrise Christian. It's just a factory right now, and it'll be on display again tonight with with Mitchell and Dick. All right, let's uh, let's take a break here. 869-1240 opened up for your thoughts as we come down the back half of the second hour of Sports Daily on a Tuesday.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.